0: All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by. Another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lion bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured titan today, right from Phoenix, Arizona, another than Meryl Jenks. Meryl, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. I cannot wait. To dive in so thank you so much
1: yeah thank you for having me i'm super honored to be a guest especially after listening to a bunch of the other episodes and seeing the lineup there's major rock stars on here so i am uh, very honored and humbled to be uh hopefully soon to be by the end of the episode, considered a Titan. You,
0: you, you absolutely 100%, my friend. And the, the honor all is right. all awesome. on our side, 100%. But uh, so Meryl, I just want to dive into the series of questions everybody out there to get to know you a little bit deeper as a man, as a professional and just your story, everything that goes along with it. So let's just start with the first question, which is kind of telling everybody just a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, your progression in your life and your career.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I grew up mostly in the Denver, Colorado area. Um, and I moved to, I moved to Phoenix in 2005 because hmm. I was dating my wife, Christy kind of long distance for a while. And, okay. and, uh, she said that if we wanted to, we wanted to take things to the next step, I was going to have to move out here. So, <laughs> so I packed up and moved out within a couple of weeks. So, uh, now we've been married and, you know, been married for about 15 years. And, wow. Um, I first got my real estate license in late two thousand nine, but didn't really do anything until about two thousand ten. Okay, and I get you know on a personal level, we have um, seven kids, Mm. um, all adopted um, through foster care. So that is a big uh, passion of ours in terms of uh, you know raising awareness and and uh, you know things like that for the foster care and adoption community. Yeah, Um, and we. We have a very, very busy household at home. We have, you know, we've got our seven kids, of course, but then also my sister-in-law and her three kids live with us and grandma lives with us as well. So, wow. so we've got a very packed, exciting house, always lots of uh, going on. Like, if you want to be my client, you better be prepared that there's just going to be kids screaming noise in the <laughs> background. And that's...
0: <laughs> Meryl, I love that. I, I can literally imagine a, a film crew just just capturing all of that life. In your house with everything uh, you just mentioned, absolutely incredible. Love that. Love that.
1: People are always telling us that we need like a reality show, but I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think we're that interesting.
0: I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Let's make that statement out there, everybody. But Meryl, no, I, I it, love. It'd be called
1: something like. Train wreck at the jinx <laughs> or something like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> the producers will work on it. We'll, we'll get that uh, get that done on paper for sure. Okay. But, but, but Merrill, <laughs> I love the fact that you know, talking about your journey through, obviously being from Colorado, and that's where we're out. Shout out to everybody in the Rocky Mountain region there. Um, but you know, following love and relationships, and what a beautiful story, kind of bringing you there. Why Arizona, and I, I guess why real estate? I, I guess answering those two questions.
1: So, um, why Arizona was mainly just because that's where, that's where Christy lived. She, at the time, was working as a nanny for a family, so she couldn't exactly just transfer.
0: Sure. Um,
1: and I was working in the restaurant industry. So, before okay. getting into real estate, I had worked for the restaurant industry for about 10 years. Wow and I actually loved it like you know I'm not one of these you know jaded uh you know I I really enjoyed working uh in the restaurant it's it hard work obviously and the pay isn't nearly as good as real estate and right. the hours are terrible and all of that stuff but but I I did enjoy it and worked for 10 years and luckily the restaurant I worked for in Colorado had locations in Arizona so it was pretty easy for me to transfer love that and then okay. Yeah, as far as real estate, I mean, being in the restaurant industry, I was working nights, weekends, and holidays all the time. Mm -hmm. And we knew that wasn't, you know, we were getting ready to, uh, you know, start taking in foster kids and start having kids. And we just kind of knew that wasn't going to be an ideal uh, job for me to have while trying to raise a family. Um, So I always jokingly tell people that, uh, you know, I being in the restaurant industry, I was sick of working nights, weekends, and holidays. So I got into real estate so I could work nights, weekends, and
0: holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Merrill, I love that. <laughs> That's so great.
1: Uh, yeah, no, oh, but in yeah. all seriousness, so like, you know, yes, we work nights, weekends and holidays, but not like you do in the restaurant industry, like in the restaurant industry, it's every holiday and it's until one o'clock in the morning at night, you know, not, not, uh, you know, like, for example, my favorite holiday is independence day. Right. Oh, yeah, And I don't, I, I own my own business. Now I can put my foot down and say, I'm not working. But when I was in the restaurant industry, I always had to work on the 4th of July. So at least now I'm in control of it.
0: (laughs) You know what though? But you're, you're absolutely right. And, and the the best and brightest minds really have the ability to, to kind of turn it on or turn it off in those given timeframes. And, and there's, there's a lot of uh, you know, opportunity for freedom and balance that way. Now, what's, as you know, what ends up happening a lot of times is the success continues to grow and time gets filled into business and not so much the personal side, but there are people that know how to do it better than others. There's no doubt. And, uh, you know, I absolutely love that. So what, what was it about real estate originally that really just got you excited about it? Because you could literally go anywhere and do anything, uh, you know, was there, was there an example or a mentor or, or some, some spark inside of you that said, real estate is where I want to go. Was it one of the fall in the, the real estate scenario sort of, sort of things?
1: Yeah. I mean, I had an uncle who was kind of doing some like work with wholesale, like investor type, uh, type stuff, which okay. I didn't even understand at the time. Not even sure I fully understand but <laughs> now, sure. um, you know, but but anyway, so so he says, hey, you should get into real estate because there's all this great opportunity. And I had an aunt and uncle who had been real estate agent, a different aunt and uncle who had been real estate agents. And so I don't know, I just I thought it would be like this cool thing that I could do on the side while still working in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I, I think I got in for you know not the right reasons in terms of in terms of you know yeah my schedule and hey I've got these people doing investment type work. And then when I got started, it was. Uh, I was not one of those instant success, uh, stories at all. Uh, Who was it that you had on a a previous episode who had only been in the business for like four years in Colorado,
0: in the Colorado area, uh, who was just killing it? Yeah. That was literally just recently. Uh, Yeah. Just a couple
1: of episodes ago. Anyway, sorry. I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, 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 You're You're good.
0: You're good. Yeah. That, those are, those are, uh, rare scenarios. And, um, so that was Jordan. uh, Yeah. And, uh. Yeah. That's yes, not Jordan a normal Terrell, yeah. scenario. Shout out to Jordan. If you're watching. Yeah. But, and um, that was
1: not me. Yeah. I was like the opposite of Jordan Terrell. Mm. My, my first year I sold two houses. Um, one of them was my own. <laughs> 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 and, uh, you know, and, and the, because I was kind of trying to do it on my own. Right. I mean, mm. I had a broker who was, you know, offering, you know, some support, which was really just like a bunch of online catalog of super salesy training classes that you could go to. And it just was like, so against the grain of who I am. Like I've always, I always tell my clients, like I'm the least salesy salesperson, you know, ever. I really don't like, I, I, I almost don't even consider myself a salesperson. I'm more of a relationships guy, but over my career I've learned that that, the relationships actually is the sales guy, right? It's not, yeah. it's not the other way. The sales, the, the people who are all salesy are not good salespeople. The relationship people are the good salespeople. But well when set. I was new, like I didn't like that kind of, you know, all the different ways to close the deal. And I don't know, mm-hmm. I, I, I've never been able to stomach that kind of stuff.
0: Um, and,
1: um, you know, so eventually I joined a team and uh, got a, got a group of incredible, incredible mentors. I'll go ahead and shout them out here. I've got wow. Gus yeah. Suarez Bill Shaver, and uh, Nick Travillion, mm-hmm. And so anyway, I teamed up with those guys and they like totally helped launch my career. And I was with them for a year or so and finally started selling some homes. And then I moved about a year after that. I, I went and started working for Chuck Fazio, mm-hmm. who's also been on the show as a Titan mm-hmm. and his wife. And, and, uh, and then they helped me launch my career to even new higher levels. And mm-hmm. so a couple of my really big, important mentors yeah. Uh, you know, and then also a few years in, I, I got involved in, with coaching through the Tom Perry organization. And that's been huge for us as well, wow. because, because I just, you know, uh, I'm not very good at, um, I'm not very good at innovating stuff. I'm not, I'm not a great, like, let's reinvent how to sell houses. <laughs> I, I, I'm really not like, I don't mean to like put myself down, but I'm not, I'm genuinely not a creative person. Like Mm. I'm just really good at taking what somebody else has always done and, uh, ripping off and duplicating it (laughs) with their permission. Of course, you know, I, I just learn, you know, what works for other people. And I just figure out how to implement that in my business. Now, the biggest problem I have, I have is, is just to narrow down which things I want to implement. But, uh, but yeah, I just, I, I honestly, I just, mastermind and look at what other people are doing and what's working for them and figure out how we can apply it into our business. And that's, that's what I've done my whole career.
0: Oh Gosh, Meryl, you're, you're mentioning so much great stuff inside there. And again, laying the foundation for the, the career that you've, you know, just built so beautifully in, in the community that you serve. And I do want to talk about uh, big helper group and kind of your, your thought process with, with the team, and and growth because I, I know that you're you're incredible at what you do and the leadership and, and mentorships that's there it's 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 hugely apparent and the people that know love and trust you they understand that anybody that doesn't know Merrill, you're welcome here he is uh, but <laughs> l- let's just talk about that I, I guess how you formulated the team and then the the growth pattern for the future what's that look like? So first of all, the
1: team, uh, when I was a new agent, so my I mentioned earlier, I had an aunt and uncle that had sold real estate for most of their career. And they had like this little tagline. They were the spouses selling houses. Oh, and cool. so I, like before I even order, ordered my first set of business cards, I thought, I put way too much thought and energy into it. Looking <laughs> back, it doesn't even matter. But I thought I had to have like some sort of tagline. Like there's yeah. no way you're going to be successful in real estate without a tagline, uh... right? So I'm, I'm six foot eight and way too much. And so, um, so, so my tagline was your big helper in real estate. That was kind of my, that was kind of my thing. So yeah, yeah, a few years later, when I decided I was ready to start a team, I've always been passionate about mentoring agents, even before real estate, when I worked in the restaurant industry, that was my favorite thing was hiring new servers and training them and being really involved. I helped, you know, open several brand new restaurants and, and things like that. And that's just like my favorite thing to do. Wow. So like, there's nothing more fulfilling than taking somebody who might not make it on their own or who's struggling on their own and, and uh, you know, train them up and just sort of teach them, teach them the ways of, of, you know, the Jedi. I, guess.
0: Wow, I love it. Yes. <laughs> you know,
1: just teaching, just teaching them, you know, what I do, I, you know, I might not be the, you know, but, but I just, you know, Hey, this is what I've done to sell, you know, a hundred homes a year. It worked for me. It might work for you, you know, and just teaching wow. people how to do that stuff. And, and that's been a, that's been a, one of the greatest joys of my career is, you know, being able to pay for and mentor and, and help other agents.
0: Wow. I, and Meryl, I love the fact that, you know, you're, you're using a star Wars reference. It's a, uh, to the fellow you know, star Wars uh, nerds, <laughs> if you will. I, I love that, but really just, just shedding light and pouring into others is I wish it was more common practice in place. Unfortunately, it's not. Everybody's so busy, right? And they're focused on their mm-hmm. goals and what's happening in their world. But to really open yourself yeah. up, to really give and pour in—that's beautiful. And um, you know, I'd encourage anybody watching or listening, please reach out to Merrill and you know, follow on social and really engage. If you're if you're liking what you're hearing and, and you're feeling this vibe or hearing this vibe, uh, he's an incredible man. But let, let's talk about the the tactical side, Merrill, because we've really kind of laid the foundation. So anybody mm-hmm. out there who's watching or listening from your perspective, from any angle you'd love to share, if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you implemented uh, that you really saw growth or scale or, or that needle moving in a positive, uh, what's that look like for you? What advice would you give to anybody watching or listening?
1: Um, boy. So I think, And there's so many things. How how do I narrow it down to the top two or three things? Sure. Uh, I I think number one, the number one most important thing for any agent is, especially newer agents, Mm -hmm. is consistency. Okay. Uh, I remember as a new agent being told that open houses don't work. Right. Until... I joined with my previous mentors, and then they taught me how to run good open houses. Wow. And that's—I I literally, as a new agent, before our marketing budget, before having you know a bunch of repeat referral, you know, type clients like we have today—I mm-hmm. built my business on open houses. But somebody else had previously told me that they don't work. Well, I see this happen with new agents all the time, and it doesn't have to be open houses. It can be whatever you're choosing: you're farming, or you're door knocking, or you're cold calling you you know you're giving up uh you know too soon mm-hmm. and uh i don't care if you do an open house i'll speak to open houses because that was kind of my my thing sure you know for me the open house was became my office for the day right yeah. so it didn't matter whether the open house was slow obviously it'd be ideal if a lot of people were coming in you're but right. i'm not just sitting there playing solitaire all day <laughs> if no one's coming in right your open house is you know, it, it became your office and you get your hotspot known and you start working and making follow-up calls and, you know, working memorizing. I remember spending time going through my script book, trying to memorize my scripts at the open houses wow. and doing things like that. So, so it, it, don't just do two or three mm-hmm. or don't just do 20 or 30 open houses and then tell me it doesn't work. Do mm-hmm. two or 300 and then tell me it doesn't work. Wow. <laughs> so, but, but, so that's that, huge. yeah, I, I would say the consistency and, you know, kind of the, work ethic along with that, you know, the, the work ethic required along with that consistency. So I think that would probably be the number one piece of advice.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and I, Meryl, I love that because you, you you took it in a couple different areas there, which I love. The, and the first thing that I'm picking up is obviously surrounding yourself with the right mentors, because whoever told you originally that it wasn't a good idea, maybe that wasn't the best mentor or person to to listen to for that instance. So again, take free advice for whatever it is but just know that whoever you're getting it from make sure that they've walked the talk and to your Mm -hmm. other point consistency in everything it's massive amounts of consistent action over periods of time that are going to get it done as you stated and you can't just attempt and then give up and as long as it's true and practiced and to your to your earlier point being the innovator or reinventing the wheel, it, Merrill, it's real estate. It's been done over and over and over again. The path and the breadcrumbs and the blueprints are there. You just have to find them and follow the path and put the work in consistently as you're stating, which I absolutely love that. Um, and, and again, speaking to new agents, but that's seasoned agents as well. It's consistency. I, I absolutely love that. Right. Path. And, and with yeah. the involvement of uh, coaching in, in particular, obviously you you give, but then you also receive, uh, w- what's the path with, with uh, the, the Ferry organization and everything that's going on there? I, I would love to just get a little bit more on that too, since that came up. So-
1: yeah, sure. So so actually I didn't sign up for coaching right away. What I'd started doing is I, every year I started going to Tom Ferry's annual success summit. It's his big, you know, big yeah. thing that he puts on once a year. Perfect. It doesn't have to be Tom. I mean, we love Tom Ferry and I'd love to shout out. If you're thinking about coaching, you should absolutely look at Tom Ferry. But I I think I went to like four or five success summits before I signed up for coaching wow. because they gave away a, like You didn't just have to sign up for coaching and then you get the good stuff. Like Mm -hmm. they gave away all the stuff, like the value was always there. And, and, Mm -hmm. and I used to, I used to absolutely hate going to seminars where they're just doing like all of the, the rah, rah, jump around. And like, I literally would sit in my chair, like everyone else is jumping around. and like, just get to the tactical stuff. Right. Just tell me what to do. How often do I mail the postcards? (laughs) That's so great. But but now, you know, I think the business wears on you over time, right? You get, you get tired, you get burnt out, you get frustrated, you know, and now like I've really embraced the mindset stuff too. Like okay. that, that would probably be my second piece of advice. So we, okay. know we kind of moved on from that, That but you have to, you have to like continually work on yourself, right? Like you're never, you're never done. You've never arrived. You're never successful, right? It's, all, it's almost like this thing you're always working towards. Um, you know, my favorite methodology for, mm-hmm. you know, working on yourself and I haven't always been perfect at implementing it, but when I do it, I'm a different person and it's the Miracle Morning. So I'm sure that, that probably other guests have brought that book up before or whatever. Launch. There's a specific version the Miracle Morning for real estate agents. Mm-hmm. I like it because it's a very easy read. I struggle with books that don't have a story, uh, tied to it. So it's, it's got a nice little story to make it easy to follow along and see how to implement. Mm-hmm. But like. You know, doing things like that. Uh, I, I tell the agents on our team all the time: if you're if you're driving around in your car and you're listening to the radio, you know, you're, you're listening to music, like, you are like wasting half your life away. Yeah. I mean, I do. I have so many podcasts, so so many audiobooks, <laughs> so many like things like that that I'm just constantly, uh, you know, working on that self development piece.
0: Oh, gosh. And and Meryl, you're absolutely right. And you're giving you're dropping so many nuggets of information now for everybody. And I I, hopefully everybody's picking that up. Uh, Pause it, rewind it if you got to hear it, but going to the basis of, you know, really spending your time wisely at open houses and not sitting around and really getting it's it's your office for the day and and you're you're taking advantage of every situation to grow and scale to take action and that kind of goes to your your other thought process of really looking at it from and you and i spoke a little bit before we went live here but i i I really want to hit this home to everybody is it's the action that really gets it done it's those daily activities and small amounts and and over periods of time. And I love the fact that you mentioned that and even driving, right? Instead of listening to that music and there's times where you need your jam, I get it. But to to feed your mind and constantly learn from different perspectives and different people, uh, never stopping, right? Always growing, always ever changing. And the humility that comes out of you Meryl is incredible by the way. And, and, And again, I just, I love the fact that that you're the way that you are. And it doesn't surprise me the success that you've had and will continue to have it. just doesn't surprise me at all, anyway, through form and fashion. Thank you. Right? A, yeah, I just, yeah. I love what you're saying.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, yeah, I mentioned to you previously before we came on air that I'm just, I'm not a, you know, I'm a doer, right? Like just tell me how to do it. And I, I go, I go back and I implement it. I'm not as great at like let's let's come up with this awesome new marketing strategy. I just look at you know what other people but one strategy that I have used, it's so simple, so simple, but it it's been really beneficial for me. You know how when you go to a lot of these conferences and seminars and whatever, they usually give you a binder or a notepad or something like that to take notes, right? Yeah, most of the time. Okay. So you, you know, you, if you just take notes in there. You won't even remember, you won't even remember what happened on day one by day three or, mm-hmm. or, you know, an on hour one by hour three. Yeah. So what I do, I take my notes like normal, but the very, very last page of the, of the notebook is my action items. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, cause that way it's easy to find. So I'm taking normal notes. I'm like, Oh, I want to do that. Or, Oh, I need to read that book. Or, oh, I want to look at that. I flip to the last page. And I write out my action items. That way, my action items are really—I don't. Rarely do I even honestly go back and look at the rest of the notes. And I think most people, if are being honest with themselves, they don't go back and look at the notes either, right? <laughs> so to have that one page of action items um, has been, you know, a tactical advantage for us.
0: Wow, uh, so uh, so so great when you and you're—it's so you're,
1: minor and easy. It's not like innovative, but it's—it's it's a little strategy. <laughs>
0: but but the it helps you implement. It helps you get the action items. To the forefront and actually be able to take it and implement. And that's the point. And and you're absolutely right. Anybody who's gone to a physical conference or, you know, over the past year, digital conferences or anything along those lines, you know, we're looking at it from the standpoint of you have pages and pages and pages of notes. Um, And I would agree with you just going back through through my thought process. I will literally highlight a certain section or all doggy or something. I won't read any of the other notes except for that one page with that one highlight level, all the rest of it. I'm taking notes just to kind of put it in. But I, I think that that's a brilliant idea just to have that separate page and really go through it. What, what I like to do in that thought process is have beautiful conversations with people who are actually there that day and say, here are the action items that I learned that day. And what are your thoughts? What stuck out to you? So then you have your action items and then you narrow that list down even smaller. And and then it's, yeah, that's,
1: yeah, that's where, if you really want to take it high level, what you do, yeah, I mean, you take your action items. And at the end of it, you've got to narrow it down to three or four things. And who's going to do it by when, right? Like, if you really want to get serious, like you, what we do, you know, me and my wife, you know, both going and we always both have different action items. You know, we don't even don't even bother going to a conference if we don't have a meeting scheduled the moment we get back mm. to figure out what we're, with our operations manager, unless she was there with us, what are we implementing? Who's in charge of it? What's the timeline? All
0: that stuff. Oh, Meryl, you and I could talk all day long, my friend. I know this is just the tip of the iceberg. I I love this information. I know everybody is absolutely just in awe with this. It's super, super great stuff. And again, I encourage everybody who's watching or listening, please follow Meryl and the team on social media. I'll have links down below. Contact and communicate. If anything stuck out to you and, and, and really in your heart or in your head or thought process to grow and scale joining team, anything? Because I, you guys are growing, Meryl. So uh, I just I want to yeah. encourage everybody out there to please reach out for any reason. Hopefully I'm not throwing you under the bus that way absolutely. and filling up your DM. No, no, absolutely.
1: I, I'm always happy to contribute. Yes, we are growing. We're always looking for new agents. We're also in the process of looking for and hiring a sales manager. So yeah, if you're in the if you're in the Phoenix area, especially in the Southeast Valley, we would love to have a conversation with you. Um, but even if you're not, I'm a giver. You know, my actually my favorite business book of all time it doesn't look like it's on my wife's bookshelf here, but it's perfect. The Go-Giver. Oh, uh, that's absolutely perfect. my favorite book. Uh, and it's also a very easy read. You'll notice all my favorite books are <laughs> the very easy reads. I, you know, The Four Disciplines of Execution and stuff, all that's like uh, over my head. <laughs> so, uh,
0: good man, Meryl. We're, we're cut from the same cloth, my friend. I absolutely agree with that. 100%. But uh, hey, I can't thank you enough. It was a true honor and a pleasure, my friend. Uh, you are dubbed an official real estate Titan. So that, that yeah, that's official. You. you can wear that badge with honor. No one can ever take that away from you. It's yours, Meryl, for sure. But thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Yeah. And everybody, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know what to do at this point. I do have to give our sponsor a quick shout out Bolt Media. If you are in real estate and you're looking to grow and develop your business to the highest of levels with digital marketing and advertising, go to lionboltmedia.com. They have a free mini course in there. It talks about content creation, lead generation, nurture, brand awareness, you name it, it's on there. So uh, visit lionboltmedia.com. We are live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon, different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Meryl. Thank you. Bye.